0: In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Please be seated. When we arrived here in Little Rock this past summer, some of my family members came down for my installation, and one of the gifts that we received was a hydrangea plant. I think that's how you pronounce it, maybe not. I took this plant out to the backyard, and I wanted to plant it in an area where we thought it might work, and I took my shovel first and I realized that there was a bunch of rock. Then I took a pickaxe and I realized there's way more rock in this yard than I had perceived. And so the hydrangea bush did not get planted. You all have probably seen this living here. This is something that we have experienced and looked at. We looked at our yard possibly to see where we could put a garden, but obviously that's not going to be in the ground. We're looking now at a container garden. It seems like Arkansas is really good at growing rice and rocks. Jesus today gives us this parable to show us how the kingdom of God works. We could take this kind of parable and we could spin it and throw it back onto you and simply say, what are you going to do with this seed, which is the word of God? Are you going to plant it in good soil? What does that mean? Or are you going to plant it in rocky, thorny soil, or in danger where the birds will get the seed that you have recently sown? Now, I am not a very good gardener. I'd make even a worse farmer. But we all know how crops are sown and grown today. They're in nice, neatly rows, rows after rows of corn, soybeans, and everything else. And we know that that's the best way to grow things with good order. If somebody was to go out like this sower of the seed today and just chuck the seed wherever they wanted, it would not make any sense. You'd be throwing your crops down the drain, literally. You'd be throwing it all over the place and wasting the potential of the good seed producing good crops. That's why, again, with this second week of of the Jesima sundays we hear about a parable and as i mentioned last week whenever we hear about the parables of jesus jesus is always the one doing the action he's always the one doing the verbs jesus is the one who is the source and the center of these parables it's not you or me or anything else that we can somehow think that we can bring together if you look at this today, it really goes against the ways and the thoughts of the world. There are four different types of soil that the sower of the seed sows this seed on. There is the rocky soil; it grows up and withers away. There is the rock, There is the so the path the, the path where the seed is sown, where the birds take it and choke it. They, they, it chokes it out. Then there is also the seed grown in where there is the thorns and the briars, and then there is the good soil. If you look at all of this, if you're a numbers person, maybe you're an accountant or somebody who keeps track of these types of things, 75% of the soils don't produce a good crop. Only one-fourth, 25%, that's about as much math as pastors typically know with something like this. Only one quarter of the crop is in good soil. And we might look at this and say, this is wasteful. This doesn't make any sense. Or we could, again, spin this around and say, well, what kind of soil are you? Are you the soil on the path? Are you the rocky soil? Are you the thorny soil? And we could sit here today and say, try to be the good soil. But the reality is is that we don't want to be the good soil. The good soil, in a sense, is soil that is tilled up. It's broken apart. It has all the rocks and all of the impediments taken out of it, and it is good, clean, broken soil that can only truly come by repentance, by acknowledging all of our infirmities, acknowledging all of our impediments that keep us away from the good soil. Jesus today, though, again, is talking about how this is how the kingdom of God works. Everything is not in nice, neat, orderly rows. Everything is not put together with perfect rows and perfect measurements and everything else. Jesus shows us the true miraculous nature of the kingdom of God and how his word goes out from this place for it is faith that is produced by hearing and hearing through the word of God. It is by scripture alone, as we say, that one is brought to faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. It is by scripture alone that has the power behind our sacraments of baptism and Holy Communion. We are anticipating the baptism of Amara daily next Sunday, where water will be joined with the word of God, and yet another will be brought into the kingdom of God Proclaimed to be a child of the Heavenly Father. It is that same word which is attached to bread and wine. Which gives to us the body and blood of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins and strengthening of our faith. You'll notice that over and over here again today, it is always the word at work. And never count out who and where that word can and will work. The beauty about this text today is not trying to figure out what type of soil you are or how can you be the good soil. The beauty about this text today is that this soil, this seed is for everyone. It is for absolutely everyone. The ones who are in danger, like on the path of having it taken away, the ones who are the rocky soil, the thorny soil, the ones who have come with repentance and open ears and hearts to receive God's word. The problem is is that when we look at this word, we simply say, well, maybe it's just for a, a few select sort of people. Maybe it's the people who come to this place. Maybe it's the people who act like us. Maybe it's the people who seem to have it all together. But if that's the case, then who are we truly? Where do we stand in all of this? We may say, well, we're here at church, or we're supporting, or we're watching this online, even though we can't come to this place, but that doesn't matter. The kingdom of God is not for a select few amount of people, it is for the entire world. It is for every last sinner who has ever existed. The kingdom of God is for the least, and the last, and the lost and for those who Christ says there are other sheep that he would like to have in his fold. The kingdom of God is meant for those people who are in danger, for those who are addicted, for those who may not show up to a place like this or act like us or look like us. The true danger in all of this is where we look at this kingdom of God and this seed and we somehow try to make it nice neat, and orderly, and somehow try to look at this and say, this is what God needs to be doing. But instead, he sows this seed recklessly, and really without care, so that yes, it can fall on the asphalt, the sidewalk, the gravel, the rocky soil, the thorny soil, and even the good soil, so that everybody might have this seed sown in their midst. The real danger is when we start to say, it's not effective, it's not going to work, it's not going to happen with these people or those people, or we shouldn't even worry about this. Maybe you've had those loved ones that have left the church, that have left the faith that you're worried and concerned about, and maybe you have sat there like you have with sometimes people talking to me and so forth, who've said, I don't understand, I don't know why they won't come back. And oftentimes we just think, maybe we just need a little bit of the word sown in there and it will magically happen, but that's not always the case. Go back to the analogy of planting. If you plant seeds, in the end you can do only so much. You can plant a seed in the most perfect conditions, You can see seeds growing up in the most imperfect conditions. How many of you see stuff flourishing in the cracks of your driveway or your sidewalk, and you wonder, I can't even get my flowers or my tomatoes to grow like this. In the end, with any kind of seed that is sown, God is the one who provides the growth. God is the one who provides the rain, the sunshine. God is the one who is the source behind all of the growth and the fruitfulness. Not you, not me. Several of us, I'm sure, have planted the most perfect thing in the most perfect conditions, and in the end you say, I don't understand why it didn't grow. It didn't produce fruit. It's all truly up to God. And it's the same thing with us here at the church The seed is sown, but it is not meant to be just sown for you and I sitting here today or watching on here today. It is meant for all, meant for those who are outside of this place. And our fervent prayer should be that our doors remain open and that others may come to this place to receive this seed and to receive the life and salvation won for them by Jesus' death and his resurrection. But for those of us here today, there is also a stark warning. Luther calls the gospel a passing rain shower. He talks about this in a sense that as the rain comes along, it does what it's meant to do. We heard about this from our reading in Isaiah 55. The rain comes along and it waters the earth and it provides seed to the sower and bread to the eater. But you'll also notice it rained here yesterday and that rain has moved on. Luther equates this, in a sense, for the church and its desperate need and desire and appreciation for the gospel. He says that in a sense that if a church is not receiving and appreciating and receiving this gospel, it will be like a passing rain shower. God will send it off to someplace else where he will send it out for that which it accomplishes it for. In the midst of all that we're facing today, in the midst of all that we are experiencing as a church today, with this continued pandemic and with everything else like this, the reality comes to a question today. What if this passes on? What if we no longer have the means or the ability to sit in this place and to hear and receive God's word through word and sacrament? What if anything in our hearts and minds is hindering us from coming to this place? Is it the devil? Is it the cares and riches of the world? Is it the fear that constantly seems to be coming about? Or is it the promises that God promises at this place? As the writer of the Hebrews says, let us not give up on getting gathering together as some in the habit are, are doing, but let us do so on a regular basis, spurning one another toward works of love and of mercy. The church is meant to be gathered together in person. And yes, we have this wonderful gift and talent and ability to have this online as well, but the body of Christ is meant to be around the sower of the seed, to receive his word and to receive his word in this meal. It is in this meal we're gathered together as the body of Christ that God will strengthen our faith in Jesus To meet the days and the weeks and the months ahead and to meet all of the challenges, all of the fears, all of the anxiety with the faith, the hope, and the love that only Jesus can give to us. Three of the soils today did not work. And you'll notice here that Jesus talks about the fact that the devil is one who takes away this word. The cares and riches Of the world, take away this world. The time of testing causes people with this word to fall away. But all is not lost. We have the good soil. The good soil which is broken down by repentance, broken down by confessing our sins, so that God who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and who will create in us a clean heart, and a good conscience before God, so that in the end, because of Christ in us and for us now, we may bear fruit in loving one another and showing mercy to one another, not by what we do or say, but what Christ does in and through us, not only for each other as the body, but for those who are outside of this place. And so thanks be to God that this kingdom has come for us and let us fervently pray as we say in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven in the face of everything that we face. The will of God, the kingdom of God is found as this seed is continued to be sown at this place for you and for all. And in the end, God will provide the growth He will provide the fruit because Jesus is in the center of it all. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen.